So started skateboarding again. Right, let me fix this light. That's that light's already shite. You'll know you'll know know that this it looks shite if you listen to it, but I can't fucking I can't get the right lighting right in here. Everything makes me look like a fucking criminal. Do you know what I mean? Fuck it. Oh wait, hold on. That's what the problem is, silly bastard. Silly bastard. why is that not working? Fucking Mondays, man. Fucking Mondays. It's not even Monday, it's a fucking Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. I've not even got the fucking day of the week right. Right, anyway. That's not working. Fucking I'd started skateboarding again. Right, I've been on and off a skateboard my whole fucking life. Like, I started skating when I was 14. I don't know. Ages mean fucking nothing to me. I work with school years. Like, see when someone goes, oh, do you remember when you were 15? It's like, fucking not. And they go, do you remember third year? And I'm like, oh, fuck it, I remember third year. So I'd started skating, I think, right, you know, the tail end of first year. Probably second year. Probably second year, and the reason I started skating is probably the reason why a lot of people my age started skating, and it's because of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That's why. Like that's if it if it like that game was my first kind of insight into skateboarding, but also music. The music in that game is fucking brilliant. It's the first place I heard Primus. First place I heard Dead Kennedys. Like the the the, the music in the first game is. F- was fucking brilliant. Anyway, that's why I got into skateboarding. I got into skateboarding because of Tony Hawk's pro skater. That was that was the reason I started skateboarding, and I've been on and off it forever. I gave I gave skateboarding up. I say I gave skateboarding up. I didn't give skateboarding up. I stopped skateboarding. I stopped skateboarding when I was in about uh, maybe fourth year, maybe fourth year kind of age. So, but um, and then I. I I always had a skateboard. There was always a skateboard in my house. Like, it was always there. I never get rid of it. It's not as if I went, right, fuck him, ask me over this skateboarding fad. Let's get it to fuck. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like a fucking yo-yo. Do you remember the yo-yo, like, when you were, everybody had a fucking yo-yo? That's where I took, oh my God, I can't believe I fucking remember that. That's where I went on my first, I don't know if you call it a date, because I'm not American. It's not, I'm not American, so we don't do the dating thing over here. But... The first time I ever asked, like, a girl to go anywhere with me, it was to go down the town and buy a yo-yo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, what an absolute doofus. Like, what a fucking clown I am. Anyway, right, that was that, that a totally different thing. It wasn't a fad for me, skateboarding. Like, I just kind of stopped. And, and the reason I, I... I suppose you could say I stopped for two reasons. The first reason I kind of stopped doing it as much was because... The people that I skated with started to fall out of it, and they and they started to go and do other things, and the other things that they were doing had no fucking interest to me. There was a lot of people who started skateboarding, and then went back to football. Do you know what I mean? Or went back to something reverted back the way. Whereas I, by that point, I was like, I fucking hate that stuff. I I'm not a fucking fan of football. I don't understand fucking any of this shit. So I I just started skating. I I skating was the only thing that I was into at the time, and then I stopped because I started playing guitar and I was worried about my hands. I was worried about hurting my hands. There was a brief period where I started rollerblading, right? Which would be the fucking that would be the thing that, like when we were skateboarding, I can't the, the skateboarders got on with the BMXers, right? My best friend in the world was a rollerblader, right? So we were like star-crossed lovers. I suppose it would be like fucking 
do, do, so if you you're, you're still cutting about with somebody on the other side of the Berlin Wall, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like the fucking because they used to call us wanks on planks and we used to call them fruit bitters. Fuck it, how stupid that's how fucking stupid. Every other person on the planet fucking hated us. Everybody that played football fucking hated all of us. To all of us, it didn't matter what you had. If you were a fucking skateboarder or a fucking rollerblader or a BMXer, you were a f you were an asshole. Like you are, you were an idiot for being into that sort of stuff. It was never. I don't ever remember being. I remember thinking I was cool, but I don't remember ever thinking everybody else must, must think I'm cool. Like, do you know what I mean? So I, I, I rollerbladed for a brief period of time and then I stopped that. And then when I got older, like before I get kicked out of university, that's another story for another day. That's another story for another day. But when I get booted out and I say that with pride, like something, and I do it sometimes when I say to people because like, I, I think it's funny because they look at you as if like you shouldn't be proud of that. I'm like, I fucking am proud of that. I get kicked the fuck out of university, man, for being an arsehole. Like, I'm fine with that. But I'd started skating before I finally get kicked out. I started skateboarding again when I was at uni. And I remember turning up with my skateboard and people ripping the piss out of me for having a skateboard. And I was like, right, when's the cutoff? When are you not allowed to skate anymore? Do you know what I mean? So I'd have been in my 20s when I started doing that. Um, which reminds me of a quote by Jay Adams. And I'm going to murder the quote. I'm going to absolutely fucking murder the quote. But it reminds me of a quote where it says, you didn't get... Old, you didn't get too old for skateboarding. You got old because you stopped skateboarding. Like that's the that, that was the kind of thing. So I, I I stopped then, and then I kind of fell away from it again. And then I, fuck knows, man. And then I kind of I was in and out of it all the time. Like I was, I'd still go out every so often on my board and that. And and but recently I've started skateboarding again because it seems to be now that I'm at this age. What happens is I get to a certain period of the year where it starts to get dry again and the skateboard comes out the back of the car and I skate with my boys. Like, I skate with my two... my two little ones, the younglings. I go out skating with them. Because uh, I think it's a good thing to get into. Like, in all seriousness, I think it's a fucking... it's a really good thing to introduce young people to. Your younglings should skate or they should do something like that. Right? Uh, oh, fuck man See the scootering thing See the scootering thing right? uh -huh. See if you want to scoot That's fine You scoot away right? I've not got a problem with you scooting <laughs> If you're into scooting You do you I'll do me Rule 0 0.5 right? But my problem With the scootering Is It's uh, The learning curve At the beginning Isn't as steep as it is with skateboarding the, 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 the first time you stand on a skateboard, you are fucking petrified. It's the, you, you, There's nothing like it when you stand on that skateboard. Trying to put one foot on the board, kick with the other foot, and then turn your front foot and get your back foot on is about fucking three months of solid work to do that. And then if you get to the point where you want to ollie, you're going to need to give that some fucking six months, man. Like you need to invest a year into skateboarding before you look half decent on it. That's the that's the thing with skateboarding. You've got to persevere. You can't you can't buy a kickflip. I heard that. That was a so that was a. Is it Goldie? So there's a skateboarder. I, I I don't really know that much about this person, right? But there's a skateboarder called Goldie, sponsored by Adidas. I think think on the Adidas team, and. Uh, they come from a, I suppose you would call it a wealthy background. 
right? But just because there's money doesn't mean that you've got all the other shit you need to kind of grow into a decent human being. Like, there's plenty of people out there with money that are pricks. Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes people get that confused, but it's like, oh, they come through money, and you're like, ah, right, well. But the, the, their parents can still be bastards. Well, just because you've got money doesn't mean you're not a prick. Do you know what I mean? So, and that was the bit, he, this, he, he'd said, you can't buy a kickflip. You can't buy a kickflip. And I've met a lot of people through skateboarding that have been like, oh, when I get a new set of wheels, I'll be able to kickflip. No, you're fucking not. No, you're fucking not. No amount of wheels in the fucking planet is going to make you be able to kickflip. There are people out there who can kickflip rakes. There are people on the internet I have seen do fucking 360 flips with a shovel. It's not the wheels. It's not the fucking wheels and it's not the trucks. It's it's how much work you've put into it and, and how you're thinking about it. That's what's stopping you from kicking. And you can't buy it. You can't buy the muscle memory to, to fucking kickflip. Do you know what I mean? So with the scooting thing, when I go to parks with the younglings and there's kids going about on their scooters and stuff, right? Now, that's cool. And obviously there's a lot of people out there who are very talented at the scootering thing. And that's cool too, right? But the, the learning curve of getting on that thing and being able to move on it isn't as steep as it is as skateboarding, right? I think that would be scientifically accurate. And then if anybody was going to argue with me about it, I'd be like, really, do we need to go into the fucking science about this? Do you know what I mean? There's more things that they should be putting their scientific scientific fucking talents into rather than telling what's easier to start with, right? Because that's an ongoing debate. It was the same with fucking rollerbladers. It was the same with that. It was like, oh, it's dead easy. It's the same with guitar players and bass players. Oh, bass is easy. There's only four strings. No, no, there's more to it. In fact, it's all fucking nonsense. But what I will say is when you, you give someone a skateboard and put it down on them, put it down on them, I don't know what that means. Put it down on the ground and they put a foot on it and I've never been in a skateboard before. Watch them look like fucking Bambi. Watch them fucking look like Bambi. You give them a scooter and they're moving forwards quicker. That's all I'm saying. That's all I am saying. You've got to invest a lot of time into skateboarding to even be able to go forward on it. And the same with BMXing. See, you have that power to get that fucking bike up in the air. Like, you need to work at that. That's a fucking hard thing to do, man. It's the same, I was talking to someone the other day about death metal. Right, death metal. Now, death metal's just a noise. I love metal. Like, I fucking love metal. I'm mad into Motorhead. If you've ever fucking watched anything that I've done, I'm constantly fucking talking about Motorhead. I love all metal. Like, I love ridiculously heavy metal. I love really fucking noisy blast beats, double kick drum, fucking ter terrifying fucking death metal. And I was talking to someone about it, and they're like, it's just a noise. I was like, aye, but it's an incredibly fucking difficult noise to play. <laughs> it's a really fucking hard noise to play. It's not easy to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like if you want to just learn the three chords and just fucking go with it, then that's the guitar over. But see if you want to play death metal, or you want to play any sort of, of the sub-genres of metal, you're going to need to work at it. You can't, you'll not just pick that up and be able to play like Dimebag. It won't happen, because you can't buy a kickflip. And you can't buy sweet picking. You need to learn to sweet pick the same way everybody else does by it fucking frustrating the life out of you to the to, to the point that you get it. What the fuck was I talking about? I've got rid of the coffee and I'm drinking energy drinks. I'm drinking energy drinks. Uh, I don't know why they get like these. Uh, I love coffee, right? 
And every so often I go through wee phases where I start drinking energy drinks. Because they give me, a, I, I feel more of a buzz off of these. I know some people that say that they drink these all day and it doesn't do anything to them. But I get a, I get a high off them that gives me a bit of a... See, when I know that it's there, like I bought these the day on the way down to the, to the workshop. And because I knew they were in my bag, I was getting some sort of... There's just in you. Do you know what I mean? Like, it does that to me. I suppose some people remember. Would you call it that fucking thing? Uh, Super size me. Do you remember that Ed Spurlock? Is that his name? If I got that right, that is fucking ridiculous. If I got that right, but he, no, it's not Ed. Is it Morgan? Ah, fuck it, Disney. I've made an ass of it now. He was getting physical, like when he was physically addicted to McDonald's, when he was physically addicted to McDonald's, when he knew he was getting a McDonald's, he was like a big slevering dug. You know what I mean? Like he was getting all, oh, the McDonald's is coming. I kind of get that with the energy drinks. With the, with the energy drinks. Now, are you, uh, I usually drink, I usually drink Red Bull, but today this was an offer, so I'm drinking this today. Because they don't sponsor me. Red Bull don't sponsor me. I get fuck off Red Bull. I would like sponsors because of the skateboarding thing. Because of the skateboarding thing. Because I think graffiti and skateboarding are very similar, but I might hit that vein when I start talking about something else. Anyway, skateboarding's been fucking great for me for a number of reasons. The first one being, it, it gave me that bit of resilience where it was like, I really want to do this. And, and you, were comp you could see people round about you. I remember, so we used to skate at the school. That's where we used to skate. I used to finish school and then I'd go home and get changed and then go back to the school and skate the school. That's what we'd done. And there was, at one point, I'm not fucking exaggerating when I say this, at one point, there must have been about 40 people in this yard, this, this, this wee bit. And all there was was a ledge. That was it. That's all there was was a ledge at one point. So we started building shit. And people started making things and hiding them in bushes and bringing them out at night. And, and the, but that's where we all skated was in there. And I remember when we were when I was first starting, I got a Veriflex board from Sports and Rainwear and Sockets. That's where I got it, right? And uh, I don't think it was the best board I've in the world. I, I don't think it was. The grip tape didn't last long. The grip tape became just smooth. It became glass pretty much instantly. And then, like, my mum never really knew anything about skateboarding. It's not as if I come from a long line of, I don't know what you would call it, alternative culture type people, do you know what I mean? So, like, when I said I want a new skateboard, really what I meant was, like, I wanted a blind deck or a World Industries deck or a fucking toy machine deck or something like that, right? And, uh, well, I didn't know where to get these things. Like, I didn't know where to get a fucking toy machine deck and neither did my mum. So she just went to the sports shop and bought another fucking bored and it took me a long time to kind of get to the point where it was like oh you can get this stuff from these websites and you can get this stuff for these places and all that eventually everyone when I grew up uh, at some point skated local local deck I, I don't like local decks if you're not from the west coast of Scotland you probably have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about but there used to be I don't even know if it's there anymore I don't know the history of Glaswegian skateboard and all I know is the fucking three people that I used to skate with right that's all I know and it was was it Mix Boarding Company that's what it was called it was called Mix Boarding Company and they sold local decks and these decks were like a kind of a purpley blue and they had like an arrow on them and it said local and everyone I knew 
that was into skateboarding skated these decks and I could not fucking wait to get this to get this deck. And I saved up for ages to get this deck. And um eventually I got one. Eventually I, I, I went up to Glasgow. I think I went with my gran. I think my granny took me to Glasgow and I bought a a, a local deck from Mix Bolden Company. That's what I bought. And I got home and I set it up and I was skating that thing. And it was just before the Easter holidays. I remember it. It was just before the Easter holidays. And the, the last day before the Easter holidays, we all took our skateboards in. That's what we done. We all skate. We all started skating. There was a bit. There was a, a bit inside the school, which was like kind of marble. Had like a small marble ledge that would go out of the steps. And I think uh, when everybody took their, their skateboards in, I think the, in the first ten minutes we skated inside the school at that on that fucking on those stairs before a teacher came and started going ape shit as you would, do you know what I mean? Like fucking ape shit. We all thought we were on a Deftones video. We all thought we were like fucking cool as Hindu cows, and um, and we and I think we were dis disbanded and stuff. And I fuck knows what happened the rest of the day. But I remember going home right when I was walking home. One of my friends who didn't skate but told me he skated, told me he skated, but obviously didn't fucking skate because then this happened next. Told me, can I get a shot of your board right next to the fucking main road? I still to this day don't know why I didn't just go fucking no, no prick, no fucking chance. So he took my skateboard right, and the, how would you describe this physically? So not how the pavement, <laughs> not how our pavement. You can walk along the pavement and you can walk across the pavement. Obviously, walking across the pavement would be the shortest direction. He sent the board up nose to tail in the shortest direction. So, essentially, if he skated forwards, he was on the fucking road, right? And I just got my local fucking deck, man. I just fucking got the bastard. And this guy told me he could fucking ollie. Give me a shot of your board. And he put, his, put the board down, right? Fucking pop this thing with no intention of ever fucking doing an ollie. Like it never, the, the, you, you, do you know what I mean? Like he was never going to fucking ollie in his life and he went back the way and the skateboard went front frontwards. He fell on his ass, and my board went under a car and snapped in half. And I remember being there. I remember that's, I, I, I still to this day don't know why, how I managed to not fucking kill that guy. Like the, I, I, I was so angry and I was so fucking physically I don't know how to describe it that I couldn't move I was just like speechless me speechless me the cunt that fucking talks all day every fucking day couldn't say anything and I was like I'm gonna fucking murder this guy and I went the whole of the Easter holidays without my fucking local deck so I did and I had to go back to the deck that I had that wasn't as good as a local deck and the grip tape was fucking wasn't grip tape it was just tape it was just tape so if you don't know what the grip tape is the grip tape is the sandpapery type of bit that sits on top of the board I just assume everybody skates I just assume that everybody in the world fucking skates but that's what we used to do we'd go down there and we'd skate that ledge for fucking ages man and my and my boys have got into it my boys have got into it um, which is good I think it's a good thing for them I think it's a good thing for them because it's it, my eldest is really good. My eldest is really good. Like he's dropping in, he's doing stuff like that, and he's he's 
when he's on a skateboard, you can tell he knows what he's doing. Like he's he's got that kind of the movements and stuff. Now, see when I say I'm into skateboarding and I've started skateboarding again, it's not. I'm not good. I'm not good. I'm fucking terrible. Like I'm not a great skateboarder. Like I can kick flip if the wind's blowing the right direction and you give me half an hour to stretch and a full hour to warm up, I'll get a kick flip. But I'm not good, which is which is shite. But I, I but I love the I love just skating. I just love carving about the place. I have an old man set up now. That's the thing. When I started getting back into skating and stuff, I remember we went to where was it? It was called Zone Seventy Four. I don't even know if it's there anymore. East Kilbride. When I got back into it for the fucking twelfth time, um, and the guy, one of the guys that worked there, was like, I walked by and we went, "Fuck, I've not seen one of them for ages." And I was like, what? And it was like, I'd bought a World Industries deck. It was a Flame Boy deck, right? And it was a seven and a half. So that, here's the other thing about skateboarding. If you don't if you don't know anything about skateboarding, all the decks come in different widths. So a seven and a half is what everybody skated back in the like the 2000s when I was skating. It was a seven and a half and the smallest wheels you could get because it was all about flipping your board and it was all about that sort of stuff, right? So when I turned up, it was a seven and a half. Uh, we, we risers, we riser pads, spacers between the trucks and the board. No one does that shit anymore. I haven't seen them. I don't even know why I had them. I think I had a set of, I think I'd saved up for ages and I wanted a set of hookups. I don't know. Again, Google this shit. So there was hookup. I don't even know if they still exist, this company, but it was hookups with the riser pads and they had these illustrations of like, I don't know what you call it, is it anime? I'm not really into this sort of stuff, but unless it's Dragon Ball Z, like a anime women, like girls, like dressed up in, in like nurses uniforms and all that sort of stuff. And I was like a 14, 15 year old boy and I was like, oh, I really want a set of hookups. Obviously because I'm a fucking, I'm just a wee guy that doesn't know any better, do you know what I mean? But you don't even see the fucking things. Because they hide under your trucks. So you you all oh, this graphics on it and you don't even see the fucking things. It was a total scam, total ma marketing, marketing genius to be fair. But that was the that's when I get into it again. And I was like, I've I've not seen one of these decks for years, and it's because like I had sat and that it was the same board that just kept coming back out. So I've got like an old man set up now. So I think my board is an eight and a half or an eight and three quarters. Um I've got ace trucks on it. I don't know what, he, what size I think. They're, they're, they're wide, obviously, because it's a wider board, but I've got cloud, Richter cloud wheels, which are big wheels, big, smooth wheels, um, because, like, it's better for my knees because I'm getting old. I'm an old man now in the fucking skateboarding world. But the... And I just like carving. I just like skating about the place. There's just something really kind of cool about it like I just fuck it I just I love it man I love the whole thing I think the whole thing's brilliant and it's one of those the, the thing that I'm I, I, there's a couple of reasons I'm I'm happy that my boys have got into these kind of things my youngest has got a pair of rower blades now so he's getting more into that than the actual skateboard and the skateboard comes out every so often but he really loves his roller blades and that's just fucking brilliant because because you fall that's the main reason because you fall and when you fall you learn to get back up like that's the thing and and especially when my eldest was learning how to drop in I remember because he was terrified he was really scared about dropping in again if you don't know anything about skateboarding dropping in is when you sit at the top of a ramp right one of the transition ramps but it's like a, I suppose you would call it a quarter pipe or a half pipe right and you would put 
your tail down and you would slam your front wheels down till they hit the ramp and then you're dropping in. That's what a drop-in is. So when he was working himself up to that and he was getting to that point, he was obviously nervous and he's like, what if I fall? And I was like, well, the first thing is, what if you don't? What if you don't? Because it's all what ifs because you haven't done it yet. But the other thing is, you have to want this more than the fall. You have... If you really want to do this, you have to be okay with the fact that it might you might get hurt. You might get hurt and you might fail. You but you need to be okay with that and you need to want it more than that scares you. So it's 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 that stuff that you're like, that's what you should that's a good thing to learn. And that's what I learned for skateboarding. Cause I fell fucking constantly. Cause I was never really good at it. Like, it wasn't like I was, like, I had any sort of dream. Like, see how a lot of people, when they're growing up, were like, my dreams to become a professional skateboarder. I knew that would never happen for me. I knew I wasn't good enough to be pro. Do you know what I mean? Like, I knew I wasn't good enough. I just loved going out and just skating with people. And and uh, there was some tricks I was good at and there was other things I wasn't good at. I had a big ollie. I remember that. I had a big ollie so I could ollie over stuff. Like, I'd, at one point, I could me and another guy could ollie over bins. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like that was, and I was like, this is, I, I like that. That was what I was into, sort of thing. But then there's no rules with the thing in skateboarding. It's not like you have to learn all this stuff and you have to be able to do that. It's, it's fucking made up. It's, do you know what I mean? It's technically not a sport. Do you know what I mean? It is a sport. Like it's physical activity and all that, but it's not a sport the way that fucking tennis is a sport or football is a sport. But like, I like the fact that they're learning this thing, but it's like, you're going to need to want that more. You're going to need to want it more. And the other thing is, all the other stuff that you learn from skateboarding. I get into music through skateboarding. I get into graffiti through skateboarding. I get into, um, what else did I get into? through Filming. I learned how to film through skateboarding. Like, all this stuff, all these different things come from skateboarding. Because it's more than just the one thing. It's more than just doing a kickflip. It's like, you, there's all these other transferable skills that you learn. That's what it is. It's transferable skills. That That's exactly what it is. You're learning all this other shit by accident. You don't go out to learn how to film. You don't. You think about skateboard graphics. You're attracted to certain brands because of the way they look. And then they introduce you to this whole new art style. Like the way I draw and the way that I'm into all this sort of stuff, it comes from Toy Machine. Like looking at Ed Templeton's drawings and going, I fucking really like that because it reminds me of cartoons that I grew up with and it reminds me of all this sort of stuff and that's what I love. The other thing is, when my my boys are skating, like my eldest was uh, was having a disagreement with someone. We'll just leave it at that. They were having a disagreement with someone that, that in their age group and one of the things that, that he was afraid of was uh, getting into a fight about stuff and he's like I'm scared about getting hit and the week before that we went to Shred Skate Park in here for his birthday and he felt there was a there's a big flat bank at the other side I painted Jake Phelps in Shred Skate Park the Felper uh, commander-in-chief for Thrasher Skateboard magazine who who, who passed he's, he, he died a few years ago so I'd painted him painted him on the wall and the big flat bank sits there and he went up and kind of tried to turn back in. So he was doing a backside turn, which is when you show your ass to the ramp. That's what a backside turn is. And he came in and the board had went away from him and he came down and he rattled his face off this, that, the ramp. An absolute screamer. 
And he and when he got up, obviously he was upset because he'd smacked his face about her. But when he came down, he'd, he you could see the bruising already in his cheekbone. Five minutes later, he was back in the board. Five minutes later, he was back in the board. And when I was speaking to him, I was like, see when you hurt your face at the weekend? No one is ever going to be able to hit you the way you done that. Like, no one's ever going to be able to punch you as hard as you hit your face off that ramp. And you could see the penny drop. But it's like, not that I'm, I'm saying to him, go out and fight. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, like, like in real terms, you're scared of this thing that hasn't happened. But what has happened to you is a hundred times worse than this thing you're scared of. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing about skating. But the other thing about skating, I can't believe I'm actually doing a whole fucking hour. Well, it's not an hour, do you know what I mean? But I'm doing a whole fucking thing about just talking about skateboarding. That's how much I love it, man. And it's really like graffiti. It's really like graffiti, but I don't think a lot of people see it and view it in the same worldview as me. Like, I, I believe that graffiti and skateboarding are, are, are linked so much, but they don't... People don't look at them the same way. For example, right, so, like... There are some people out there who have the best looking version of a trick and you could put a silhouette up of someone doing a kickflip and anybody that knows skating would be able to go, oh, that's such and such or that's such and such. Do you know what I mean? Like, they'd be able to go, Jamie Foy's front crook. Like, you'd be able to go, oh, that's Jamie Foy. Or Neen Williams is heel flip. Like, you would know, oh, that's him because his leg fucking, he ninja kicks right out when he's doing his heel flips and stuff. So with the, with the graffiti thing, you've got a bag of tricks in skateboarding, right? And with graffiti, you've got that too. Like, you've got your throw-up. It's about style. It's about doing a thing your way and then people being looking at it and appreciating that you've found a way to do this thing. And I think that with graffiti, there should be the same sort of sponsor thing as what you've got in, spray, in, in skateboarding, where, like, when you start, when you when you becoming pro, you would have you would have sponsors. You would have a a deck sponsor, a wheel sponsor, a bearing sponsor, a truck sponsor, a tape sponsor, a shoe sponsor. Uh, and you would have all these people sponsoring you to wear their gear to go out and skate. And you go out and skate wearing their stuff and using their stuff, which makes people like me drink Jack and Coke because you've seen Lemmy drink Jack and Coke and drink a bottle of Harvey's Bristol Cream because you've seen Tom Waits drinking a bottle of Harv Harvey's Bristol Cream. That's how it works. And I think that. The, the graffiti thing could work in the same way where it's like you're only using this type of paint or you're only using you're wearing these type of clothes and all that sort of stuff and and the team thing I think they're very similar but they're not they're not exactly the same but they possibly could be one day where people are putting out so a skateboarding team for example will put out, put out a video so like Zero will put out a video do you know what I mean like all these brands will put out a video featuring the people who they sponsor and the the coveted spot in the video is the last part. If you get the last part, it means that you're you're the you're the the pinnacle of the company. The same way, if you headlined WrestleMania, or you're the WWE champion, or you're the AEW champion, or whatever, if you're the champ of these places, you're the face. You're the person who spearheads everything. You're pushing the brand forward. the 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 weight lies on your shoulders. Is what I'm saying. But I think that you like these the people could be putting together. They've got crews in graffiti, but crews should put out videos. I think crew is the wrong word for it. I think a team should put out a video, and they should put out a video featuring all the people in their team and what they're capable of, and what they're capable of doing. And their showcase and the last part would be your person who's pushing the 
pushing the hardest is is being the most progressive in your team, sort of thing. But the whole idea of a team is everybody plays a part and everybody builds the whole thing up. That's what I, that's what I think graffiti could essentially be. Not just graffiti, the, the old aerosol art, if you want to call it street art, whatever you fucking call it, right? Whatever you call it. But that I think that's the way that it, it possibly could go, but it's not ever went that way. But I think it could. But the, the skateboarding thing... So the reason I was even fucking telling you this was, like, I get back into skateboarding and I went to Largs. That's why I was fucking telling... I went in a pure rant there about skateboarding. I don't have a fucking clue what I've said. Like, I don't have a fucking clue what I've said about it. I just know I love it. I love it, even though I'm shit at it. I love everything to do with it. I think it's pure. It's a very fucking pure thing. It's never been... The folk have tried to fuck with it before, but it, there's always that core that's there that's like, fuck you, I'm doing this. Like that, do you know what I mean? I, and I love that. But we went to Largs skating. And, and when I when I finally get the board back out the back of the car, because last year I stopped skateboarding because I, I, I hurt myself. And I never hurt myself by doing anything particular. I just threw my back out and my legs get fucked for just skating a straight line. But I wasn't, I haven't, I wasn't stretching or looking after myself or any of that sort of stuff. And and if you don't do that and you start just trying to go back in the board, it'll fucking hurt, man. It'll hurt. It, like, it's no, and you'll feel it for fucking weeks after it. So we all went to Largs and I went and I met my friend and they, uh, their kids. They've got three boys and I've got two boys. And when our boys all get together, it is fucking carnage. It is I can't explain it, but it's fucking carnage to try and watch these five maniacs is, is fucking difficult, right? Put it this way, we got to the point when we were sitting in Largs and I said, what are we going to do about something to eat? Like, are we going home for dinner? My good lady wife was like, ah, we could just get, it was getting to about five o'clock and I was like, we, she was, we could just get a chippy. I was like, right, cool. So we started going back down towards the chip shop. And we found a chip shop, uh, and I read the menu, and it was all fish that I couldn't pronounce the name of. Do you know what I mean? It was properly fancy. And then I looked, so I looked at the name of the fish stuff, and then you follow the dots, and you see the price, and you're like, ah, fuck that. Like, <laughs> fuck that. You see how much is for that? Fucking fuck that. Fish and, fish and chips. I just want chips, mate. So we went to another chippy. And uh, when my, my my good, I was in charge of the five fucking nutters, right? And my my good lady wife comes back with the uh, with the five nutters, the, the three nutters, mum. And they brought the stuff back, and we sat them all on a wall. And one of the one of the boys fell off the wall eating chips. He just fucking fell. He was sitting down eating a bag of chips, and then fell. I don't know how he fell. I just seen him hit the deck. And then he get back up, put the chips back in the bag, and just climb back up on the wall. They are absolutely when they get together, it is like a whirlwind because they just egg each other on. They just keep going, and that it's a great laugh after it. The next day, when you've had a sleep, and you're like, oh, oh how funny was it? When, but at the time, you're like, you fucking put that down, don't jump. There was a point where, where my eldest was swinging a dead bird above his head, just swinging it like a fucking <laughs> like a lasso, right? Just swinging this dead bird round his head, and the other four are waiting in a line for a shot. 
That's what that's what I'm talking about. It's absolutely nuts. But there's a skate park in Largs. There's a wee skate park in Largs, um, which is which is a nice wee park. And um, when we turned up, my eldest did the skateboard, my youngest did his rollerblades, uh, and the other the other three boys had like bikes and stuff like that. But the eldest of the other three, right, wanted a skateboard. And I, I was like, I'll go back up to the car and I'll get my skateboard. So I went and got my skateboard and I brought it down and I gave it to him and he was skating about and stuff. And then we decided we were going to go somewhere else, further up the promenade in Largs. And uh, he was, I was like, give me my skateboard back. <laughs> and he's like, can I not skate up? I was like, nope. <laughs> no, I've decided I want my skateboard back. So I took my skateboard back off a nine-year-old because I'm a bastard, right? And I skated up this promenade. Uh, and we must have looked like a wee shit motorcycle gang because behind us there was like another skateboard, a scooter, rollerblades, a trike, like just <laughs> carving in and out of all these pedestrians with this big hairy fucking nearly 40, <laughs> closer to 40 than I'm 30, skating up the promenade. But, and and that, when I was on it, I was like, ah, oh, fucking love this so much, man. I'd love it so much. It's just, I know I'll never be great at it, I know the days where it's like I'm going to thought because I was okay, like I wasn't shit, but it was okay. Like I, I I could do, I think I ollied down some big sets of stairs at one point. One of my friends told me so he's like two or three younger years younger than me, and he said that one time he turned up at the school where we all skated, and at one point the school had bought benches, metal benches, to try and take up some of the space that we were using to skate, and all we done was grind them. That's all we done. Well, this is brilliant. There was a point where people went down with um I don't know what you call the thing, like a ratchet set and took one out of the ground and put it down the ledge. Like that's what we that was just it was fucking great. So he said that he was sitting one day when he was a wee guy and he said that I came up in front nose slid a whole the whole bench. And I'm like, I can't remember doing that. He's like, You definitely did. You definitely did do that. And I was like, Oh fuck man. I don't remember being able to do that trick. But apparently I could do that. The, as, you, as I got older, the fear started to present itself where you're like, ah, if I fuck my hands, then that's no guitar and that's no spray painting. So in the in the order of things that I love, the skateboarding is at the is at the bottom of that. But it's it's because I know I'll, if I fuck my hands or my wrists, it's the it's the, the mortgage that doesn't get paid at the end of the day. I need to then refigure everything else out in my life to do it. If I ever got to a point where it was like, I didn't need to worry about that shit, I would have a list of things that I want to try and do on a skateboard. Do you know what I mean? But that's it. So I, I've just rant, ranted on about skateboarding for episode eight. That's what it was. I just knew I wanted to talk about it because I think it's... I know how good it was for me growing up to be into that because the thing about the skating as well, and I might be pissing a few folk off when I say this, right? But I think it's the truth is when I was skating, I met everybody from all walks of life. When you went to that park, you met people with money who could afford really expensive skateboard stuff. But you also met people from the other side of the tracks who couldn't afford the skateboard stuff, but they all gravitated towards this thing. And they all had a shared interest in this thing where the money didn't actually matter because a kickflip was a kickflip and you couldn't buy it. Everybody started on the same level. 
know what I mean? It was about how hard you were willing to work for the thing to get the thing. And it's also the place where I I, I, I met a lot of supportive people who would, were happy for you to get better. They were happy that you were getting better at something. They weren't fucking angry at the fact that you were able to do a thing and they couldn't. There was a, a, a fierce competitive element, but it was a healthy competition. I remember being one of the four or five guys in the corner at the school, sitting in a, in a circle, popping Ollie after Ollie after Ollie to try and get up off the ground. And as soon as one person got it, you would go, how did you do that? And they're like, I'd, see if you pop, if you put your foot like this, and then the older guys would come and they'd show you some stuff. And then and then it got to the point where like, we, I remember one time we'd someone had made like a mani pad uh, with a bit of scaffolding on the edge for grinding, right? Manual pad, if anybody doesn't know what that is, is a manual pad. It's like, it was the size of a curb. But they'd sat it down against this ledge and it must have been like an eight foot wide kind of thing. And they were trying to gap. They were trying to ollie off the ledge and get to the other side. But at the other side, it was like 10 foot and you'd smack into a wall, right? And I remember older guys coming up and going, you should try this. You've got this in you, by the way. And I, I was like, fucking me? And like, ah, you could do it. Listen, if you can get that, you can do this. And the next thing you know, you're in this thing. Try to do it. And when you get it, man, <laughs> there's no feeling... Like, I'm actually welling up a wee bit thinking about it. There's no feeling like it, man, when you've been fucking banging your head against a brick wall and you finally make a bit of progress. And then there's people behind you happy at the fact you've made that progress. There's fucking nothing like it. Fucking brilliant, man. I'm so happy that my, my, my the younglings are into this thing. And this is the bit that might piss people off. I don't, I don't think some sports are like this. I don't think in tennis you meet everybody from all walks of life and everybody's happy when you win. I don't think that fucking happens. I don't think it happens in golf. There's a buy-in for this stuff and it costs a lot of fucking money to get into it. It costs a lot of money to get into it. But see, when my local deck gets snapped in half, somebody gave me their old deck. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's just, I, I think it's a good thing to get into because it is hard and you need to persevere and you need to keep fucking going. And I think that's a fucking great lesson for anything. Anything. You don't get it first time you keep fucking going. You want, you need to want it. Do you want it? Yeah. Then keep going. That, that's, that's it, man. Anyway, I could talk about skateboarding all day. I might do another podcast just on skateboarding. One on skateboarding and one on wrestling. But uh, that's it. So that was episode eight. That was episode eight. All the usual stuff on the fucking Instagram and all that sort of thing. I've been getting a lot of messages recently from people saying that they're enjoying the podcast and they've been listening to it and there's things that I say that resonate with them and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I don't know whether these are good or not. I never know. Um... I, I don't I don't think they're particularly it's just me talking shite. It's just me talking shite. But I, I do I'm gonna keep going with it. I'm gonna keep going with it because if I'm honest, if you've been into the stuff that I've done in the past and all that, see the way that I used to make YouTube videos. Like it's like, hi there, my name Hello, my name's Tragic O'Hara and all that sort of stuff. I'm bored of that. I'm I'm bored of it. it it's I'm not getting the same fulfillment out of doing that as I used to and uh, so I'm not I, I haven't done any of them for that reason 
the thing I really want to do is I want to make skateboarding videos about graffiti. I want to go out and paint and make short edits the way that a skateboarding video would look. That's really what I want to do. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I have been doing. So I'm working in a few of them in the background. They'll come out eventually. I'm starting to try to put stuff together and all that. But uh, I, I pre And this is the place where I think I can effectively communicate stories is through these podcasts. I think that the video thing, I manage Dragic Wara, all that kind of stuff. I might go back to that one day. I might go back to that one day, but I didn't start YouTube because I wanted to be Mr. Beast. Like, I've, I've never wanted to be a YouTuber. Do you know what I mean? But I'm liking this because I feel like I can just go and just talk shit and talk about things that I've been doing and things I'm into and all that. So if you have been enjoying them and you've and you've messaged me about it, I, I honestly really appreciate it. I, I really do appreciate people saying that one was good or I really laughed at that bit and that, that it helps because it lets me know keep doing that bit or maybe t talk about this and all that kind of stuff so yeah thank you very much for your time because it's the most important thing you've got because you don't know how much you get of it etc etc and I will catch you next time uh, on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser <laughs>